if we can learn to be more kinder, speak with more love and just with more softness towards ourselves, you will start seeing a, a profound change. And I'm living proof of that. I went from somebody who had social anxiety, panic attacks, couldn't be out in public to the work that I'm doing now. I literally wouldn't be here chatting to you if I wasn't, if I hadn't gone through those experiences and, and built that emotional resilience and, and yeah, waded through those waves because they were huge growth opportunities. So just taking that recognition and yeah, giving yourself permission and knowing that you are enough. Having a baby is meant to be the most joyful time of your life. But for many mums and dads, it can be the hardest and at times the darkest of places. Welcome to Blue Mondays, the podcast for anyone struggling with parenting. Today's guest is Poonam Dufa. Poonam is a somatic coach, speaker, facilitator and founder of YesMate. She set up a community care platform to empower people to develop self-awareness, express themselves honestly and celebrate their whole self. Another thing you said, Poonam, is about that sort of cycle and that loop, I think, describing it as a loop of negative thought, whether it's worrying about the future. And I still do this. I still absolutely fret about future things. Like my big thing at the moment is secondary school, like the transition to secondary school and finding a good secondary school. And Am I being attentive enough? It doesn't serve you in any way. It's just negative energy, isn't it? And worrying about something and fretting about something doesn't actually change it it doesn't benefit anything it just harms you yeah and and the thing is you know we are we all worry I I worry I'm sure yeah everybody worries at some some degree but how much of that energy do we do we pour into that so before I would say yeah I would be 150% of a warrior you know but now I'm like I'd say about 30% I'll worry. Okay, well, there's nothing literally I can do. I've done all that I can in this moment. Let it go. Because also the more that we, we worry and we get into that cycle, that, that loop, if we're not careful, then it can start blocking, becoming blocked within us, you know. So we might start developing, you know, some physical illnesses or we may feel like a lot of tension in the lower back um, or in our necks. And again, like everything that we're, we're thinking about has, has that effect on the body because they are connected, but also connected to our nervous system. So, of course, you know, we're human. We're going to worry. But just, again, just, just rein it back if you're somebody who is a 100% warrior. Can we rein it back to just 90% and see, okay, how much capacity do I have for other things? Because I think also when you're over-identified, with the anxiety, the worry, the stress, it consumes you. You feel depleted, you feel, I know I definitely used to feel really foggy, really sluggish. I didn't have energy and I'm, to do the other things. And I'm sure as a parent, you know, you're, you're already feeling tired, you have lack of sleep and energy. So, you know, how much capacity do you have, then have to do, to do other things? So almost looking at it in a way of like, how can I create a little bit more capacity so yes I'm going to stress about this but I'm going to stress about it for 30 minutes not the whole day I'm going to let it go yeah I'm going to let it go and I think it is important also just to feel where where is this anxiety even coming from like what is the root of this is it something that somebody said 
also I think is important to understand what are those triggers and if this is something that's happening over and over again then perhaps looking to to get some professional support and some help because again there are some things that we can't work through on our own and we do need that support and again not not being afraid or fearful to to ask for support from from those around us and to anyone who is is struggling and perhaps something has just kind of the light bulb has just come on is just to you know when we're when we're giving ourselves that love and kindness and and recognizing that okay I'm really struggling that by asking somebody for support or for help is also an act of self-compassion it's an act of self-care definitely and I was going to say to anybody who is struggling at the moment if you look at the podcast show notes there are clickable links of support organizations I remember really being frightened to sort of open up and express how I was feeling but actually as soon as I did that I was able to start getting support and it really does make all the difference and it's okay to also acknowledge to yourself how you're feeling because you know even now I still if I'm feeling anxious about something I start fretting then about like oh no it's coming back or feel anxious about feeling anxious being able to take a step back and say okay, I'm feeling anxious at the moment. This is just a feeling and it is going to pass. By even just naming it, it really helps. You take a little step away from it so you're not quite as consumed by it. And again, that takes practice. It's not something you can do immediately. Yeah, it does take practice. And what you just mentioned about, you know, naming that that anxiety or, or naming that, that feeling, anything that we're experiencing and we try to repress and we try to push down or we avoid and pretend that it's not happening it doesn't exist it's too painful I don't want to deal with it so we'll just push it deeper and deeper we'll lock it away and then we'll have another trigger and, and a little bit of it will start seeping out so anything that we repress mentally physically emotionally when we're repressing that within ourselves it will express itself in some shape or form. Maybe not in the next day or the next month, but in life, it it will start seeping out because essentially what you're doing is you're trying to repress that energy within you. And that energy has to move. So sometimes when we're feeling stagnant or we're feeling sluggish, it's because we haven't gone for a walk. We haven't moved our bodies. We don't have the energy because we're just feeling really, really flat. And you know, the, one of the most effective ways to raise the vibration for us to raise that self-esteem and, and actually just feel a little bit more rejuvenated is, is by simply moving our body in a way that feels pleasurable and, and joyful. That could be as simple as going for a walk, you know, like you said, stopping and, and really just looking at what am I seeing right now? What am I observing? What can I smell? Is there a particular taste? Like, is there something that is reminiscent or of, of something what am I hearing what are the sounds that I'm picking up so I think there's points where yes sometimes it's really great just to go out and listen to a podcast you know especially an episode like this and really connect but then also I think it's great to to actually just listen and and be aware of the surroundings that you're in because again when we're walking you're not just moving the body but you're also bringing the nervous system balance you're regulating yourself by actually being present of what am I observing you know 
what is around me how am I feeling and again a simple exercise of of using your senses brings you into the present brings you into the now because you're focusing on your your sight your smell your your taste the touch rather than being consumed by what is happening in your thoughts so it could be walking it could be it could be as simple as cooking but in between cooking you you may just do some kind of swaying sort of movements but moving the body in a way that feels that feels comfortable and joyful to you or it could be something that you're doing yeah with your child and getting them involved in that but from what I've seen with with my mates and and, and family like sometimes you know in the first few months of, of having that child their energy is really really low and they find it struggle to 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 take care of themselves to eat properly to shower and you know to 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 exercise because it's just one more thing and mm. I really would love to people to to start thinking about nourishing their body but with with movement in a way that's pleasurable so you know not everybody's going to have time to carve out 30 minutes to do a hit session or even perhaps go for a walk or you know what we're all juggling lots of things I guess finding a rhythm that works for you and coming back to what do I need in this moment what do I need not my friends are doing this they're able to go to a pilates or yoga class at 10 a.m yet and again just just coming back to to yourself and I guess the two questions I wanted to share are you know what is happening within me in this moment and what do I need to support myself in this moment? And it could be as simple as I'm going to make a cup of tea. And for five minutes, I'm going to try to be present with this cup of tea, feeling the warmth against my hand, smelling the tea, tasting it, watching the smoke evaporate and being very present with that. And these are just very, very small things that we can begin to do to really bring ourselves back into oh okay and it really does work because you know as a as a busy parent you're always saying you know I don't have the time I don't have the time but it could be just as simple as as you say two minutes or as you're making the cup of tea being really thoughtful about how it smells how it looks just observing just another point as you were saying about going out to the park when Stanley was a baby I would always talk to him so if you sort of vocalize things like, oh, wow, isn't that a pretty color? Or look at the different colors of the leaves or that cloud in the sky looks like such and such. Anything like that, because even from a really, really early age as a baby, the more you talk to them and you will feel stupid because, of course, they can't answer you back and they're not fully understanding what you're saying. But actually, the more they're exposed to language is really, really good for them in terms of their language development and, and how they sort of process when they come to learn words and, and phrases. So even if you're reading your favourite book, you can actually read aloud to your baby and you're doing something for them whilst you're doing something pleasurable for yourself. The other thing, um, which I think was actually from watching a webinar with you and your friends, Steph and Daisy, was that thing about having a power song like a song that makes you just feel really happy or energized. And so when you are feeling really like, oh, or really sort of low self-esteem is putting on that song and just dancing. And it doesn't have to be for the full three and a half minutes. It could be for a minute. Because to me, you know, and I'm a terrible dancer, <laughs> a really bad dancer, but I love dancing and it makes me happy. And also if you've got toddlers, 
toddlers love to dance. So just even having a silly dancing session can actually make you feel a bit better and and just energize you, re-energize you in just a few minutes. So yeah, you don't have to do like a 30 minute Joe Wicks or something like that. Absolutely not. And what you're doing in that time, whether it's the reading, whether it's the dancing, because it's not what it looks like, it's how it feels. And that is you giving yourself self-love, you know, because self-love isn't about, you know, what's happening on the outside, it's about what's happening on the inside. So, you know, make a playlist of, of upbeat beats and tunes that really, again, put a smile to your face or, you know, really help you to, to come out of that kind of sluggish period and just make you feel good about yourself. Because, again, everything that we're doing to help ourselves feel well, like our, our presence is, is, is what, you know, kids feel, it's what, what other people feel. So, Anything that we can do to really bring that balance and, and bring that charge up, that is going to have, yeah, it's going to be hugely beneficial to anyone that we interact with. Yeah, and it's about giving yourself permission to do yeah. something silly or just for you, just for you. It's okay. You don't have to do absolutely everything for your children. You can do something just for you. And if it means leaving the dishes in the sink, that's okay. You know, that's okay. Give yourself permission to really sit down and enjoy that cup of tea or whatever it is, you know, you want to do. Are there any other sort of top tips that we can leave with people, sort of easy, easy wins? Easy wins. So I would definitely suggest um, having, whether it's three, whether it's five people, but having a list of people that you can just ring up and you know, you can have have a good cry to or you can have a rant and, and you can get frustrated and having those people essentially who are not going to be judgmental, who are not going to try to give you unsolicited advice, having those people who will just simply listen to you in that time and in that moment without trying to change you or, or, or make you feel, you know, any worse than that you're feeling now. So having those people who will listen, who are there to support, if they're if they're good cooks, that's also a winner. Um, you know, if they can drop a drop a lasagna around or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have, having I think having a support system around you to to help you through through those times and definitely within South Asian culture is such a like the the family element of raising it. Literally takes a village to raise raise a child. And what I've witnessed through my own life and with my own relationships is that that importance of that emotional physical and that that communal support that we that we have with within our support systems and again it could just be two people and I don't think it's about the number of people but it's it's about the quality of that person Mm, and what what they can bring to you the second thing I would suggest is having some kind of space and I and I know this again it, it may be difficult to cultivate this at times, but even if you can do it once a week, you know, it's not something you can do every single day, but having 10 minutes to yourself just to, to recharge before you wind down and, and, and get into bed. And that 10 minutes could be for you to, again, have a, have a herbal tea, have 10 minutes to read, have 10 minutes to just do some, some slow yoga and, and, and move your body. But giving your permission for 10 minutes 
just to allow yourself to give yourself what, what, what you need. And it may be as simple as you giving yourself permission to put on a fresh pair of pyjamas and, 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 and take a refreshing shower. But giving yourself permission and, again, something in the evening or something during the day. And also, you know, again, depending on what, what people feel most comfortable with and, again, comes back down to time. But keeping a track of, you know, if something does come up, uh, that self-critical talk does come up, just perhaps popping it into a note app or, or sending yourself a vo voice note or in a journal, like, what are the key words that are coming up here? you're stupid, you're this, you're not enough. Okay. And then try keeping a, a, a track of that maybe for a week, for a month, just to start seeing what are those patterns that were arising here? What was the trigger? What are those words? And what is the, what is the healing balm to that? You know, so instead of saying you're stupid, is there a, perhaps another word in your vocabulary that you could use? Because I think a lot of it is to do with, you know, how, how much time also can we give to actually having that time to self-reflect, to be a little bit more introspective. Mm. And again, you know, it's not something we're going to be able to do every day, but are we able to do it for five minutes? Oh, okay. I, I noticed when someone rang, like I had this anxiety here. And also just journaling, like what was happening within the body? Like I, oh, when somebody was giving me a recommendation or, oh God, I felt this real like sickening feeling in my stomach or I felt this real tightness. And then the final thing that I would say is for anyone who is feeling really overwhelmed or feeling really stressed out, just returning back to the breath. So in that moment of negative thoughts or feeling really overwhelmed, it's just taking some real gentle slow deep breaths because often what will happen is in that moment our heart rates and our breath cycle will be so it would be all over the place where we're panting quite shallow quite shallow we're in this kind of fight or flight you know mode um, our nervous system feeling a little bit disengaged a bit chaotic so just to bring balance to ourselves and and just to be mindful is just returning to our breath literally the thing that is keeping us alive and just taking those and again you know you can take five inhales in and then five exhales out five inhales in five exhales out and just just visualizing like a, a box that you're taking five in five out five in five out and just notice how quickly your breath begins to slow down your shoulders will ease and you'll just feel more grounded and and, and present and that's a technique that you can use at any point within the day. And, and anywhere. 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 You don't need an app. You don't need anything. It's just visualizing a square. Uh, you could do six breaths in, six breaths out, and just creating this equal square. And yeah. again, your, your own experience will tell you whether this is something that you can implement and if, whether it's something that works for you. Because again, you know, we're all individuals and different things will work for, for different people. But this, this breath work, I'm sure it will help everybody at some, some point because you're bringing just that state of calm and regulation to, to yourself. These are such brilliant takeaways. Thank you, Poon. I really appreciate you sharing them with us. And, and so many make sense. So, for example, you were saying about the words that come up regularly when you're criticising yourself. 
because for example if it's something like you're a failure this is a CBT thing which is a common sort of therapy for for people with perinatal illness or anxiety it's how you rephrase that so instead of I'm a failure it's I'm learning or I'm I'm trying my hardest and actually taking it from a negative to a positive and trying to retrain yourself that way yeah and you know nobody has all the answers nobody's perfect nobody's perfect and and not even Piers Morgan I mean I don't know how much he worries (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he's capable of worrying probably not but even even just a very simple statement of I, I loved that I loved what you just shared in I'm learning I'm growing you know so rather than yeah saying that oh, I'm stupid I'd never get this right like actually this has just been a great learning opportunity for me so I will do better I'm learning I'm, I'm gonna that's what I'm taking away with I, I'm learning I'm growing um, and yeah that's that's an act of self-compassion right there Vicky by us taking that statement and again when we're repeating these statements it's so important that we're saying it with a level of sincerity as well because if we're saying it and we don't believe it you won't really feel that the effect of anything because there's a disconnect in the mind and, and actually our intention. But if we can learn to be more kinder, speak with more love and just with more softness towards ourselves, you will start seeing a, a profound change. And I'm living, living proof of that. I went from somebody who had anxiety, social anxiety, panic attacks, couldn't be out in public to you know, how I've navigated my life and to, to the work that I'm doing now, I wouldn't, I literally wouldn't be here chatting to you if I wasn't, if I hadn't gone through those experiences and, and built that emotional resilience and, and, and yeah, waded through those waves because they were huge growth opportunities. So just taking, just taking that recognition and yeah, giving yourself permission and knowing that you are enough. It's amazing to hear you say that because I know of you from like being a speaker and, and running workshops. So to hear that you <laughs> you felt so self-conscious, you have come really far. Could you just tell us a little bit about the, the loving kindness meditation that you've prepared for us? We're going to have this as a separate episode. It's not asking a lot of time, but if you ever need just a reset, recharge, a refresh, or just to take you out of a really negative feeling this is something that you can listen to and I promise you because I've heard it already and it's really been helpful to me it's just a brilliant way of pressing reset could you tell us a little bit about loving kindness meditations yeah so loving kindness is actually the English word Um, it derives from Buddhism metta meditation which essentially translates to yeah love and loving kindness as kind of one word rather than there being a separation within that and in this meditation we use visualization and we use you know positive affirmations and a mantra repetition of these phrases so what we're doing is we're first really focusing on the phrases so when we repeat the phrases we're repeating the phrases with the utmost love and sincerity and kindness And we start really focusing our awareness on those phrases. And when we're focusing our awareness on those phrases, we then start visualizing a a loving light that resides within all beings. And what we're doing, we're we're focusing on on the phrases, we're focusing on 
the visuals of, of that light surrounding us. And when we're repeating those phrases with real sincerity and with love, we start actually feeling that warmth of that light and that, that cleansingness that happens within that. And what happens when we're merging the phrases and, and the, the visualization is we start becoming calm and we start feeling very grounded in, in where we are, in our space, in how we're sitting, whether we're relaxing. And we start feeling very aware of our body, perhaps how our bodies are feeling, but also what is happening within us. So there'll be phrases where, you know, they may resonate more with you rather than another phrase. And that is usually because that phrase is what you need to hear in that moment. So then there's a level of connection that happens. So you are then connecting to that love that is within you and what you need to receive in, in that time. And then what happens when we're doing that is that we are starting to bring a real level of, of calm, of centeredness, of groundedness to our nervous system, to our minds, to our bodies, and also how we're feeling. And the more that we learn to practice this on a, on a daily basis or any time that we're seeking comfort, we can start feeling a profound shift, not just within us, but also within our space and how we feel for the rest of the day. Yeah, definitely. And I discovered you, I think, during the first lockdown in 2020. And I attended one of your virtual loving kindness meditations. And I, I can wholly attest to that. It really changes how you're feeling. It's, it's really profound and very powerful. And uh, if you haven't used positive affirmations before, you might feel a bit silly sort of speaking things out loud. But actually, it is quite it's you know, very that, powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's really powerful and it really does, it does help. So, um, yeah. And I think to, to anyone who, who is listening and does join in on, on that meditation is, is recognising that when you're meditating, you're going to have thoughts, you're going to have feelings, you're going to have, you know, all these emotions and, and that's absolutely fine. Like, again, just viewing them as passing clouds rather than getting really absorbed into those. And also just, drop your judgment sort of of what you should be doing of what you should feel of how you should be even doing the meditation and again just coming back to just giving yourself permission to explore like the first time you put it on it might be like this is really cringe and this is really weird but okay that's cool let me try again the next time and just recognizing that you know when we're saying those words that saying them with with that sincerity if the sincerity isn't there it's very, very difficult then to have that feeling or to have that experience because there's a disconnect from the mind and there's a disconnect from the heart. So take your time with it, be at ease, be gentle with yourself. And, you know, you may resonate more with one phrase than, than the whole of the phrases. So going forward, then you can just simply focus on that phrase. And what we're doing in that meditation is we're learning to give ourselves that love and, and, and kindness. And there's other variations of that meditation, which then once we've given ourselves love and kindness, we bring to mind somebody that we deeply love or we care for and we bring them into that to that loving light and then so forth and so on. We can bring somebody that we we don't know so well, perhaps somebody that we're finding challenging. And essentially what we're doing is we're 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 bringing in humanity into that. And we're, we're sharing that love and kindness to, to all beings everywhere. And we're, our wish is for everybody to, 
to be well, to be healthy mentally, physically and, and spiritually. And, you know, sometimes I think especially during the pandemic, you know, we haven't had access and, and that connection to people that we we love and we care for. And, you know, with all these rules and regulations and we can feel really helpless. I know I definitely have felt at points like I want to see my family, but, you know, we, 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 literally, we literally can't. So or somebody's in, somebody's in pain or suffering and, you know, sometimes we feel like we're hitting our head against the wall and, you know, nothing is getting through to that person and we feel really helpless. Like we've sent them recommendations, but we can feel really depleted of, of, of energy and we can feel like, well, I literally can't do anything. And it's in that moment when we feel like helpless and we feel like we can't do anything, this meditation is, is a powerhouse because what we do is, we then start bringing in that person and we start really focusing and visualizing that person with us in the space and we can start sending that love and kindness and it's interesting because when I've done these meditations before um I'll get messages from the community or you know from from companies that I work with and they'll say you know I visualized this person or I visualized this person and you know a few days later they reached out to me or I bumped into them and there's a lot of synergies that happen because essentially what we're doing is we're sending out a vibration a healing vibration but again it works when you're when you're sincere and when you're you're grounded in in where you are so it's like cooking right any anything that you make in a rush or with anger with agitation it's never a good meal is it you just you just don't remember it but when somebody has poured love and time and and, and care in into just making I use my dad as a reference. He makes the best beans on toast. And, and you know, that you always, you always hold up with such reverence and, and such love because essentially that's the transition of, of, of what you're, you're nourishing yourself with and the same with, with meditation, same with anything, I believe. Yeah. And, and you made, you made a very good point that there is no right or wrong way of meditating. No. And that's something that I, I used to, like oh no I can never meditate because I always think about sort of random stuff like yeah what am I going to have for lunch and that's that's normal you know we're not we're not um we're not enlightened beings we're like as human beings I think we just even struggle just to concentrate so there's three layers of meditation and the first layer is we learn how to concentrate then we contemplate then we become into a state of of meditation where we're not trying to achieve to or or, you know we're not striving to, to do anything we're we're actually living from that state so it's first just about learning how to concentrate I believe Mm, yeah and even if you don't do anything other than just relax and just listen and not think about what's been going on it will be helpful to you so thank you so much Poonam if anybody wants to get hold of you how can they get in touch so you can follow us on Instagram and our handle is at underscore ysm8 or you can drop me an email and you can find that on our website, which is www.ysm8.co.uk. Brilliant. It's, I've, I've so enjoyed this session. It's been like a comforting, soothing balm. It really oh, has. Thank you so much, Vicky. No, thank you so much for, yeah, for, for holding the space and for inviting me to just share a little bit more about self-compassion and, you know, how it can actually have, have a huge effect on people's lives and the reason I'm so passionate about talking about this and you know I'm very clear that this is not something that I've come up with this is the work of, of Dr Christine Neff is that I didn't realize at the time when I was going through my own 
negative storms that within that I was learning how to be kinder to myself and this is what I was doing and yeah I'm, I'm living proof that you can you can be in a very very dark dangerous place and you can get yourself out of that just by beginning to 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 make these small changes and begin practicing that on a daily basis so thank you so much for yeah allowing me to share myself with your listeners if you enjoy this episode of blue mondays please rate and subscribe it only takes a minute but it genuinely makes a difference to how many people can find it which means helping more parents in need thank you